NBA Australia. How are you going? Hang on. You good? Bloody well hope so. It's NBA Australia. This is Friday, December 16th. Oh, bro. It's Chrissy next week. Have you got all your prezzies? You bloody well better as well. Although we hold a pay. Uh, right, this is NBA Australia. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of CodeBet. That's a very good website. Oh, your betting analysis needs, comparisons, etc. Uh, also... I'm the host of Code Bet Daily. That's a good podcast too. Uh, you might have seen this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Ben Dixon and my other good friend Carlos Boozer. Or in the paper across this big wide brown land of ours. Uh, I'm here in Larry Armour Studios hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season, wrapping Australia a bit. That's what we do. And we don't take things too seriously around here, do we? No, we don't, Jimmy. That's right. Tell you what. NBA wants to take itself a bit seriously. Oh, we're going to change all the names of the awards. All right. Why? Because. (laughs) The Suns are a mess. The Warriors can't win on the road. And now Steph's hurt. Bloody hell. Every Atlanta Hawk, I think, is hurt. Uh, Boston Lakers, they played a fun game. Uh, We'll talk about a bunch of other stuff. Lamelo's back. The Mavs are in just crises. Draymond got a fan kicked out. Anyway, uh, we'll set up a huge weekend of NBA action for you as well. Uh, we'll wrap all the games from the last few days. We've got a juicy slab of that's not an iPhone, mate. No mates, but on the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got Dickhead of the Week, which I think will change the legend of the week. I've uh, got some, yeah, Nazi on Butler opinion of the day and Outback Take Us, yes, where we're serving up a flame girl take. And that's it. We'll chuck a cooking with Bainesy on the end of this one. And remember, festive season, we'll try to get the uh, old NBA Australia songs going, the Christmas carols again. It's always a festive season favourite, that one. And that'll be it. Good times. Great memories. NBA Straya. <laughs> Episode 867. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the Shaq attack. Uh, you better you better watch out for the attack of Shaq's mum. If you're uh, Kenny the Jet Smith, I enjoyed that on uh, Inside the NBA. After uh, Kenny put Shaq into the tree, Brown got a call from Shaq's mum. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Show with the daily whip around. That's right. I don't have the uh, drop. <laughs> good job, Jimmy. Good job. Uh, the news from the NBA at the moment. Let's fly through today's show. I just want to get sent into this uh, weekend. So much going on. Uh, the NBA changed the name for all of its awards. MVP is the Michael Jordan Trophy. The Defensive Player of the Year is now the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy. The Rookie of the Year is the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. Is that for most ladies shagged in your Rookie Year award? <laughs> What are we doing? The sixth man of the year is the John Havlicek Trophy. The most improved player of the year is George Mikan Trophy. Uh, sure. <laughs> I still think that should be like the, I don't know, the Josh Giddy Award. Let's go with that. Uh, and, of course, they've added the new one. The NBA's Clutch Player of the Year goes and gets the Jerry West Trophy. Because why not? My big question here is, 
Why? <laughs> like, were we clamoring? Jeez, this sucks, this MVP award, that it's not named after somebody. Oh, now that the Most Improved Player Award is like, they get the George Mikan trophy, I can finally sleep at night. <laughs> what the fuck? The craziest part is it feels like they've also backed themselves into a corner. Like, are we kind of like, all right, Hakeem Olajuwon was the greatest defensive player ever. Is that what we're saying? Okay. Like, this all started, obviously, you got the Bill Russell Finals MVP. You got the All-Star MVP is the Kobe Award. The MJ MVP, I'm fine with that. It's also like, all right, what happens now? Like, does the assist guy of the year get the Chris Paul trophy? Or the John Stockton Award? What are we doing? Just fucking weird. Also... Who cares? Steph Curry is expected to miss a couple of weeks with his left shoulder injury. Crazy weird one because uh, playing that game, Steph's going absolutely bananas. Gets hurt. They lose the game anyway, and he's out. So, tough scenes. Uh, Draymond got a fan kicked out the other day in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, it's our Gonquin for the good land. It wasn't a good land for that fan. Uh, Draymond reckoned he was saying, threatening things about my life. And the fan's like, I, I was saying how we're giving you a pass for punching your teammate. Uh, I don't know. They both sound like they're fucking idiots. <laughs> right? Threatening things about your life. All right, Draymond. Sure. Uh, Boston, Robert Williams is back as of believing uh, tomorrow, which is pretty good. Time Lord. Now, this is a fascinating mix, this uh, bringing Time Lord back for Boston, right? They've got... One of the greatest offenses of all time, even though it's uh, dipped a little bit in the last few weeks, it's still on pace to be one of the all-time greatest. Incorporating Time Lord back into that should be fascinating. Does their defense see the uptick that it needs? Does he slow down that offense a little bit as they try to reincorporate him? Probably. Will he? Yes. Will they? Also, yes. Um, but the vibe of this is going to be perfect time to do it now, right? So don't don't be surprised if Boston take a little bit of a swoon uh, over the next sort of few weeks as they try to figure out this, uh, you know, new lineup addition. But the way they've kind of just gone about, you know, not having Al Horford at times and stuff, you're like, oh, it might not matter. <laughs> Boston might be just so fucking good. They don't care. It's like, all right, we'll just play Blake Griffin at center. It's like, all right, okay. Sure. I mean, sure, Anthony Davis had 37 and 12 on the other day, but still. Um, I think when they get Time Lord in, you know, it just means they can rest Al Horford more. But this will be good in the long run, obviously, for the Celtics. Gives them more of a multifaceted attempt at uh, winning the title. Max Shikliabar, hello. Oh, he's out indefinitely. Uh, so initially, this was six to eight weeks due to a sprain in his right knee. Nah, torn hamstring as well. Out indefinitely. This sucks. Also means the Mavs are definitely in the market for any help. A lot of help. They need help. They really do. Like, Maxi Kleber doesn't do, like, the world's giantest amount. Like, he and Powell have that sort of weird mix of, we've now got Christian Wood. What do we do? It's like, ah, well, we could play Davis Batans more. We could. We We could. So, all right, how about you actually play JaVale McGee a little bit more then? Like, he's actually kind of handy, so it's kind of weird that they haven't leaned on him. They might now. That stinks for Maxi. obviously. Not great. Uh, Clint Capella, he's out for a couple of weeks as well. 
because uh, I'll talk about this later, but would you want to play with Trey Young? Uh, the Lakers, they stink, but they're good-ish. Uh, they plan to keep Rusty Westbrook, which is fun. I mean, that's their plan. But they would say that, wouldn't they? <laughs> I mean, it's not. it doesn't take a genius to be like, your brain genius to be like, well, that's good negotiation. No, nah, we want to keep Russell. No, nah, like no, like no. You have to offer us more if you want us to part with the guy that we want to keep. Obviously, just that's brain genius stuff. Lamelo's back, enjoyed that, and they got their ass kicked. It did sort of ring a bit weird. You're like, ah, maybe just keep him on ice for a couple more weeks. What do you think? <laughs> Let's see how we go. Tanking for Wemby. Ah, uh, what else? The Knicks are rolling. They've won five straight, two games back from the three seed. I think that's hilarious. And uh, I'll tell you what, the Kings. That's fun. They are absolutely flying. Uh, You know, light fire the fire, laser, and light the beam. And now they've got like the MVP chain that they're whipping out. So good. And the last little bit of news uh, our man, Josh Scott Green, uh, with his right elbow sprain, he's out as well uh, for the game against Portland. Tough scenes there, but anyway. Uh, so we are recording this Friday morning. So this is before today's games, which we did pick um, in Sunday, Monday show. Uh, we've got Miami, Houston, Milwaukee, Memphis today, New Orleans, Utah, Phoenix Clippers. Uh, I'll just get on the record before those actually tip off. What are the odds at the moment for those? I think if I look back and so we picked Houston head to head over Miami. Oh, nice one. Good job, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> good job, Sunday, Jim. Uh, Memphis over Milwaukee. I think I'll still stick with that. Pelicans. Oh, I picked Utah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go to the Pelicans now. Pelicans. Don't be a Pelican. That was a crazy game, though, that they lost the other day in Utah. So you could see why they might be uh, not widely favored. And the other one was Phoenix Clippers. Clippers are resting Paul George and Kawhi Leonard because, oh, Sad, I played yesterday. I don't want to play again. Uh, yeah. Here we go. So, the actual odds. Houston, Miami. I'm taking Houston plus two and a half. I'll take Milwaukee minus three and a half. Ah, uh, no, sorry. Memphis minus three and a half. What am I talking about? Pelicans minus one and a half in Utah. That, I don't know. Seems wildly short, but Utah did fucking handle them the other day. And the Suns are five and a half point favorites against the Clips. I'll take the Suns. All right. Cool. Uh, let's get into some game wraps, shall we? Was there any other news? Oh, there was a weird Tyrell, Torres, Tyrell Terry story where he's retiring. Um, the darkest times of my life from the anxiety this sport has caused me stepping away from the game. He was, what, the 31st pick in 2020? Jeez, that is rough as guts. I hope he's doing all right. All right, let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. That's right, let's do some game raps. <clears throat> You'll have to go throw your mind back to Monday, jeez. Doing four days worth uh, today. That's what happens when you're uh, in the middle of the festive season. You just have, have time to scratch yourself, let alone do the NBA Australia today. Uh, Go all the way back to Monday. We had Pelican Suns. That one went to overtime. It was an absolute rip snort up. Suns pulled it all the way back, got it to OT, and then the Pels smashed him. 129-124 in the end. Zion, the big rig, 35-8, and he's a little bit banged up now too. Hilarious. Jeez, just fallen by the worst shirt of the shuns. Now the Lakers, 
Uh, beat the Pants off the Pistons, 124-117. Boreon threw in 38 in that game, but Davis had 34 and 15 with seven assists. Not bad. The Knicks took care of the Kings in that one, uh, 112-99. Kings couldn't hit the side of a feckin' burn. RJ Barrett had his bi-weekly half-decent game, 27-9-6 in that one. The Magic Men took care of the Raptors because they're fucking awesome, and I love them. I told you, the Magic are wicked fun. Bol Bol just blocks, getting dunks on the other end. Unreal. Palo Bengaro had 20 in that one, too. Uh, the Sixers beat the shit out of the Hornets, 131-13, because they stink and beat at 53. Yeah, not bad. Bloke's just out there chucking in 50 pieces like it's going out of style, isn't he? I mean, it's his second 50-point game of the season. It's almost like the bloke's pretty good. <laughs> he was playing Charlotte, who was starting uh, Mason Plumley. Uh when you're starting a dude who looks like my youngest brother, um, yeah, you're probably going to get eaten up. And that's exactly what happened. Play some more Nick Richards, though. What about, the, you know, JT Thor as well? But anyway, uh, Bulls, Hawks, I predicted that one as well. Uh, shitting on the Hawks all weekend. I'm like, yep, just watch the Hawks come out and beat the Bulls on Monday. That's exactly what happened. It took overtime, though, and it took AJ Griffin hitting a buzzer beater. Unbelievable. He's so good. Like... He's shit, but he's good, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll be good. And, of course, the Rockets came out of nowhere to just put the clamps on the Bucks, who couldn't hit a shot in the fourth quarter. And that's right, they beat the Rockets. Giannis played. Middleton uh, played for a bit and then sat out. Giroux played, and they lost because Jalen Green went for 30. And KPJ went for 18. But nobody else could hit a bloody shot. They shot 33-90 and 90 in that game. The Bucks, yeesh. 15 turnovers. Like, when you have more turnovers than Houston, Houston, not the problem. Uh, Tuesday, Heat beat the Pacers in one of the grossest games of the season, 87-82. If you watch this one, more power to you because it was not good. Um, I think that was the game. So, Tyrese Halliburton goes 0 of 9. He's going to feature later, but it was a horrible game. Uh, the Nets took care of the Wizards, 112-100. KD loves playing against his uh, hometown team. He had 30 in that one. The Grizzlies beat their shit out of the Hawks, 128-103, because the Hawks are bad. Uh, the Mavs outlast the Thunder, 121-114, despite Shea Redder, Gildas Alexander with the 42. Luca at 38-11-8. Pretty good, that guy. The Spurs beat the Cavs because chaos. Also because I had money on the Cavs. So it was always going to happen. Also, Darius Rucker, Judy Garland shooting 7-22 didn't help matters. Thank you, Darius. Uh, Donny Mitchell had 28 on 24 shots. But I don't know. Kelton Kelton Johnson had 21. And then you had five threes from Josh Richardson because... This is why we can't afford new shoes. <laughs> Blazers beat the Wolves 133-112 because Dame just turned into the human torch. 11 threes in that one. And the Clippers beat the Celtics very handily. So I talked about this game, the Spider-Man meme, right? This is Paul George and Kawhi. <laughs> Spider-Man memeing each other, pointing at each other, going, hey, with Tatum and Brown. And they actually just kicked the shit out of him. Kawhi was awesome. It was such a weird game. Anyway, tough one for the Boston Celtics. This was just one of those ones where you watch it and you go, yeah, look, 
Boston fans will sort of tend to freak out, but it's more like, yeah, Marcus Smart, Derek White are probably not going to combine to go two of nine again, maybe. Brogdon was good. Brown, pretty good. Tatum, seven to 20. They just got outplayed, outworked by the Clips. Uh, that was the one where Paul George had the 26, six and three, and Kawhi had 25, nine and six. So Kawhi can still crank it up when needed. Uh, what about Wednesday's games? We had the Sixers beat the Kings pretty handily. Um, Tobias Harris had a sick dunk in that one. Uh, but Harden was really good. 21 and 15 assists. Fun game. Weird game. 123-103. The Kings, like you, you kind of can pick the games they're going to win or at least be competitive in. Like Sabonis had 22, 10, and 5. But Fox really struggled. 13 points and 5 of 15 shooting. And... If Malik Monk is not really firing off the bench or Terrence Davis or one of their dudes, they get cooked very quickly. Meanwhile, Embiid at 31. Whew, crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. Uh, the Warriors lost to the Bucks on the road because uh, were the Warriors playing on the road, Jimmy? Yes, they were. Did they win? Then no. 128-111. Bobby Porter said 25. Love it. The Warriors are too small. The Warriors are not good. The Warriors have Draymond Green... And he's shit. So here we are. I'll tell you what. Who is good? Come bucket. Johnny Kaminga. God damn. He's showing some fucking, you know, showing a couple of uh, splashes in the bucket. Oh, gross. <laughs> the Rockets beat the Suns. That's how bad the Suns are at the moment. 111.97. The wheels are off. Aiton leaves this one. It's basically Chris Paul with Landry Shamwow Shamit. I just say, play more Landau. That's all we need. Campaign's out as well now. No Devin Booker in that. No Devin Booker in today's game. Suns are a bit cook-rated, just saying. Uh, what else? We had the Pelicans lose that game against the Yaz. I mentioned that earlier. 121-100. This is just a game where uh, Pelicans just couldn't keep up. They gave up 39 in the third quarter and just got smoked from there. How good is Jared Vanderbilt, though? 18, 14, and 6. Love it. Uh, and then the Celtics-Lakers. What a fucking chaos game this was. 122-118 in overtime. The Celtics win it after shitting the bed. Just shitting all over themselves. Right down their leg. And they were killing them. Absolutely killing them. They were up 20. And then came back. Like, they were down 13. They blew the 20-point lead. They got down 13. Came back and won it in overtime. Jason Tatum was uh, good. Amazing. Incredible, bad, incredible, incredible, great. Um, pretty gnarly and very, very fun, right? It was like 81-61 halfway through the third, and then, boom, 45-10 to 10 run. 45-12 <laughs> run. It was just like out of nowhere. Uh, Rusty was pretty handy. AD was pretty handy. Tatum was incredible. LeBron James, still pretty good. So big win for the Celtics because uh, they needed that one. Having, what, lost to the Clippers the night before on a back-to-back, they actually turned around and won that, this Lakers game. And they'd obviously lost to the Warriors, so they would have lost three in a row, which I think would have been the first time for the season. So good win, huge win. Pistons beat the Hornets yesterday in overtime in the world's tankiest tank that ever tanked. Um, This was just like, no, you score. No, you score. We don't want to score. Then fucking somebody score. And the refs are like, fuck, this sucks. 141-134. In overtime, Kay Cunningham, the news sort of came out as well earlier in the week uh, that he's probably out for the season with some weird, fucky, shitty complications with his uh, shin problem. So, yeah, 
we'll keep you all up to date on that. Uh, the Warriors, Jimmy, were they on the road? Yes. Did they win then? Of course not. They're two and thirteen on the road. One twenty-five, one nineteen. The Pacers beat the pants off the Warriors. Steph goes out injured. They're cooked. Uh, the Magic beat the Hawks. One thirty-five, one twenty-four. Because I keep telling you. The Magic are fucking special. How good was Bol Bol in this one? The fucking spin and the dunk, just ah, oh, all arms, all legs, all awesome. Uh, the Kings outlasted the Raptors 124-123. Hilarious vibes. The Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis, absolutely smashed it. 21-20-7. Oh, boy. Uh, good to see Fred Van Vliet in the fight in Van Vliet's at least playing well again. They had 39, I think, of that. And uh, it was good to see Darren Fox step up too. But they just held on to win that one. I think, uh, what was it? The, they were down 16 early and they came back and, you know, ran over the top of them. So good stuff. Kings, they needed that. Fire some up. Uh, the Knicks beat the Bulls in overtime. This game was just <laughs> a fucking mess. It was just a rock fight for a lot of it. Uh, Julius Randle turning back the clock to two years ago when he was good. 31, 13, and 7. 128-120, big win for the Knicks. I mentioned they've won five straight now, three, uh, two games back of the three seed. Incredible. Uh, the Heat beat the Thunder, 110-108. Tyler Hero, Tyler, there goes my hero. Hits the go-ahead bucket with, like, what, five seconds left in that game. He had 35. Outplayed SGA. Uh, Blazers, 128-112, beat the Spurs. Dame is on one at the moment. Back him. Uh, the Cavs took care of the Mavs on the road. The Mavericks are fucking wildly frustrating but then this is exactly how i sort of uh talked about this i think on fox sports lab uh on this show the other day as well uh and actually in the maybe in the paper on or on the site because that combo of mobley and allen it's like who are you going to combat that with with the mavs like if you can't drive suddenly finney smith hardaway jr even dinwiddie like you're just going to see their uh their ability to do stuff completely stymied, and that's exactly what happened. Donnie Mitchell then lit him up for 34. Garland had 12 and 6. He shot 4 of 11, but they didn't need him to do too much more. So it's just one of those things you go, yep, that's a really bad matchup for the Mavs because they don't have any size, really. It's like, oh, but they've got Christian Wood. Yeah, when he goes inside, let me know because it'll be the first time this fucking year. Uh, <laughs> good job by the Cavs taking that one on the road. They're 18 and 11 now. Fucking rolling. Uh, the Nuggets beat the shit out of the uh, Wizards because uh, Jokic just didn't miss. 141-128 in regulation and the Nuggets did so by only hitting four threes in that game. Only four in 141 points. They threw it all in in the paint. It was incredible. What a game. Good job, Nugs. 17-10, cruising. And the Clippers outlasted the Wolves because the Wolves are shit. Paul George had a triple-double. He had 17-11-11. Kawhi roasted him. So, hey, how'd you get 11 assists? You weren't fucking passing it to me. Love it. (laughs) But this is also just a fucking horrible indictment on how bad the Wolves are at the moment. 88 points in today's NBA. Ugh. Like, Ant-Man, he could be on a score like just 45 by himself, but... Something stinky in Minnesota. Right. Let's do an NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. All right. Joel Embiid with the 53 against Charlotte. I mentioned that uh, he was playing against Charlotte. So 
It's really like a 38-point game. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, how many 50-point games do you have in the NBA? Oh, two. Shut up. Uh, Tatum against the Lakers, as mentioned, 44-9-6, 10 from three. He was awesome in that game. Uh, so was AD, though. 37-13 for him. LeBron with the 33-9-9. That was just a really, really fun game, you know? So that was good. Uh, Dame with 11 threes in that awesome game the other day. 11 to 17 from downtown. I just love how he gets on one and just like, uh, I'm Dame Lillard, so heat check. Oh, yeah, went in. Another heat check. Yep, that went in too. Off we go. Skadoosh. <laughs> Shea had 42. Luca had the 38, 11 and 8. I mentioned the Suvlaki King with a 21, 20 and 7. Uh, he's the first player to have a 20, 27 game on 75% shooting from the floor since Ben Simmons. That's right, Big Simmer, Box Hill, Benny, back in 2019. Uh, But of the last week's performances, it's probably freshest in my mind, but it's also probably the most impressive. Nikola Jokic became the first player to have 43, 14, 8, and 4 steals on 50% shooting since Larry Bird. He went 17-20 from the floor. He had 43 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 steals. He was awesome and just completely fucking dismantled the Wizards. It's absolute chaos how good he was. Um, I mean, it's been a really great week for massive performances. Like I mentioned Fred Van Vliet of the fight in Van Vliet. He had the 39 points against Sacramento. That was awesome. He had the Curry 38, but then going out injured. Dame Lillard backed up the... 11 threes game with 37 again yesterday. He hit seven threes. Tyler Hero hits the game winner. He had 35. He hit nine threes. Like, it's unbelievable. That was just yesterday. Like, <laughs> we had that Tatum LeBron AD vibe. Yeah, the 21 and 15 from Harden the other day. Uh, and beat against Sacramento. Like, it's been such a fucking fun week. Loved it. Um, but that Joker one, jeez. Unreal. All right. How about Spud of the Night? Spud, 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 Spud of the Night. Spud of the Night. Tyrese Halliburton went 0 of 8. I mentioned that the other day. Not ideal. That's how you lose a game if you're indie, if your point guard goes over. Really, Jimmy? Is that how it works? Yes. Yes, it is. Look it up. Oh, of nine. It was weird. There's been a couple of weird fuckinesses uh, between ESPN and NBA. So he was. I had him O of nine in my uh, notes, but I think on the NBA thing it was O of eight. Uh, that also leads us to oh, there was a pretty great Charlotte game where Rose goes eight of twenty eight yesterday, and PJ Hamilton Washington goes five of seventeen. They're gross. Uh, but Draymond Green booted finishes with. The 1.2 rebound, 3 assist, 6 turnover, 2 techs, 1 ejection, 0-3 from the field game. You better believe that that's a spud of the fucking night. That's like an all-timer. Just what did you do in that game? Like, thanks for rocking up and showing just extreme leadership there, Draymond. So he gets booted. He has one point in 27 minutes. Goes 0-3 from the floor. 0 of 1 from downtown. 1 or 2 at the line. 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 6 turnovers. That is fucking massive. Whoa. I love it. But of course, this wouldn't be spot of the night without... Jimmy! 
That's right, 3.11. Corey Kispert goes back to back Sunday, Monday. That was awesome with the 3.11s. You little ripper, he's a 3.11 king. Thanks, Corey. Rhymes with hunk-a-dory. Uh, Jada McDaniels, Dort, and there goes my Tyler Hero before his heroics. He went 3.11 the other day. Right, uh, old mate, no maids. Old mate, no mate. 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 Who's got no today? Uh, I mentioned the poor George triple double thing when Kawaii <laughs> gave him that. Uh, you got a triple double? How'd you get eleven assists? You didn't pass the fucking ball to me. If I'm Paul George, I'm now sleeping with one eye open. Like, I don't trust, like, if Kawhi says anything and it's, like, against you and, like, it's kind of a half joke, like, that dude doesn't have a sense of humor. Like, Paul Paul George would be, like, just sleeping soundly. And Kawhi would be like, you got to pass me the fucking ball. (laughs) And Paul George (laughs) wakes up in a start, like, what the fuck? Ah!" And Kawhi's just like, I fucking told you. Pass me the fucking ball. He's holding a knife and you're like, Jesus, what are you doing here? Come on, get out. He's like, just remember, assist me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Trey Young as well. I love it. The fucking talk about wheels falling off. Everything's going wrong in uh, Hawksland. Injuries everywhere. And now with Clint Capella out, it's like, Dad, doesn't it kind of feel like DeJunte, Murray, John Collins, and Clint Capella kind of like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I can come back yet. Trey's a fucking dick. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Pantsing of the night. Oh, man, this is just a fucking celebration. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. So Jalen Brunson just sent Caruso just fucking falling, almost doing a somersault. That's how much he snapped his ankles with the stop. Uh, and then smokes a three in overtime against the Bulls yesterday. That was awesome. But, of course, Bol Bol. He's just dunking on everybody at the moment. It is absolutely amazing how good he has been. And uh, I, am, I for one, am absolutely here for it. Because the way he's been playing and the way he can just take your soul is absolutely phenomenal, isn't it? Like, just the sheer size of the bloke, but how quick he is. You're like, yeah, Victor Wembanyama, blow it out your ass, mate. Bowl Bowl's just like, oh, man, I'm going to get this rebound. I'll take the ball the length of the court, spin around like all of you fucking Hawks dickheads, drive the lane and dunk on fucking four of you. <laughs> like, it is incredible. So Bowl Bowl's going to get the old pants of the night because he just literally pants the entire fucking Hawks team at once. And uh, that also leads us very nicely into... <coughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you'll get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, this is like a thing. Bol Bol had 21 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists to steal and a block in that game against the uh, Hawks. He was awesome. 7-13 from the floor, 3-4 of four from downtown. Now, if you're like, hey, Jimmy, uh, is Bol Bol good? I'd be like, yes. And you'd be like, uh, is he shooting well from three? I'd say also yes. 42.6% from three. He is unreal. Let's fucking go, Bol Bol. I mean, he had six and five against uh, the Raps the other day and 10 and six, but 21, seven and two. Easily better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, meanwhile, Franz Wagner, hello. 
Uh, there's a man who's been on Lonzo Ball as well. He is fucking flying at the moment. Is our man Franz, uh, what, the eighth pick two years ago? And he's just ripped off a run. When you go back to the weekend where he had the 34 against Toronto and then back that up with another 23, 3 and 4 and another Toronto win, uh, win over Toronto. And then 24, 3 and 4 against the Hawks. And don't look now, but the Magic are just completely ruining their tanking chances. They're 9 and 20. They've won four on the trot. I love it. Anyway, all better than Lonzo Ball. Finally, let's do Legend of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. But it's actually the legend. The one thing I didn't mention at the top in terms of news was that uh, the sad news of Paul Silas passing away. Um, we sort of mentioned that about on Sunday with the um, fact that his son, Stephen, uh, the coach of the Houston Rockets, was sort of away. Legend of the Week. Look. It's one of those moments where a legend of the game passes away. It's all very sad. And then you sort of see uh, blokes like Monty Williams like going up to Stephen Silas and giving him a big fucking hug and just like, your dad was a legend, fucking love him. Uh, Paul Silas obviously coached a million years, played for a million years, a uh, Seattle Supersonics, my beloved Seattle Supersonics. Uh, he wins the title with them in, what was that? 1979, and was awesome. He won three titles to Paul Silas. What a fucking legend. He was so good. Just out there averaging, you know, that sort of big body, big rebounding, big scoring sort of dude. Great hair. I mean, the coaching career was, uh, I don't know, fraught. <laughs> I think his uh, win-loss percentage ended up being 44.2%, but still, you know, Coach San Diego, Charlotte, uh, Cleveland. It's like LeBron James' first head coach, wasn't he? And uh, Charlotte again, but but RIP Paul Solis. What a legend. Supersonics legend. Got us the title. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. We're back with some Yenars right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, right, let's do some Yenaz. Uh, brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Uh, go get your merch, get your merch, and uh, buy a hoodie, buy a T-shirt. You can check it all out on the socials. Click through, have a look. Uh, it'll take you through to the old Shopify. Right, Yenaz number one, Scott Baxter. Sent through the uh, question about the trophies. Nice trophy and all, but yeah, nah, are they overthinking it? Yeah, nah, fuck yes. Seriously. All the different awards, I mean, you can probably... Do this in a smarter, better, more, I don't know, interesting way. This is kind of like, hey, we've renamed them all and we've redesigned them. And everyone's like, all right, cool, sure, <laughs> why? I don't know, maybe do it <clears throat> and spring it on everybody, I think, when you're actually awarding the awards. I think that'd be way more cool and fun. But, jeez, brutal. Um. I think there was another year now that was a comment on Facey about whether or not there should be, uh, you know, a 13 on the MJ MVP trophy there to show that uh, 
you know, the shoulders of the folks that MJ climbed <laughs> to reach the heights. The Lucian. Just, it should have like Lucian Longley written on it somewhere. Just saying. Uh, right. Are the Warriors cooked without Steph? Yeah, nah. Yeah. I mean, they're cooked on the road already. This is one of those ones where you go, cool. Jordan Poole, you're paying him a shit ton of money to do a Steph Curry impersonation. Let's see it, Jordan. But, I mean, there's like the on-off sort of stats and the defensive-offensive ratings without Steph on the court for the Warriors. They're fucked. Like, what was it? 118.9 offensive rating, 111 defensive rating. So, plus 7 net. Without Curry, it's a minus 11 net. A 99 offensive rating, a 111 defensive rating. That is a huge swing. It's an 18-point swing. They're fucked. Like... They'll probably be able to tread water at home for some of these games, but like on the road, if you don't have Steph just lighting it up, they're cookerated. But the thing is, with the West so tightly packed, in fact, both conferences, obviously, you know, really, really tightly packed, the Warriors are 14 and 15 at the moment. They've lost two on the trot. They are still wildly intense at home, 12 and 2. They're 2 and 13 on the road, though. But I told you, well, I told you actually on Fox Sports Lab NBA, road teams at the moment, not many of them are good. There's only about, I think, eight teams above 500 on the road this year. Home court is back in a big way. You know, post-COVID, everyone's up and about. You love to see it. And look, they'll scuffle along, pull, sort of do his thing. And as long as Steph comes back healthy, they'll be all right. But, geez, they're cooked for the meantime. And I would fade the Warriors hard. Uh, there was a great one. Jez Oz. Sent me through a great dur of history. The Bill, uh, the Bulls have zero interest in Russell Westbrook in a potential trade involving DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic. Are you ready? Yeah, nah. Oh, duh! You think? I love those sorts of reports. Oh, yeah, look, uh, the Bulls aren't really that interested in giving up two very, very decent players for one shit one. Yeah, Really? I, for one, have some surprised. Uh, but the thing is, I mentioned this at the top. The Lakers, the reports are coming out now. Well, you know, the Lakers have been good since he moved to the bench. So since he went to the bench on October 28, he's averaging basically 15, 8, and 6. That's 8 assists, 6 rebounds. Still 4 turnovers in 28 minutes a game. Uh, I love that then this gets tagged. Well, you know, only 6 players do that 15, 7, and 5, you know. So far this season, it's like Luca and Yoka and Ja and Pascal and Giroux and Harden. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool. The Lakers have gone 11 and 12 in that span. But will they keep, like, is this them? Well, we're, we're, we're happy to keep him past the trade deadline. Yeah, nah. Nah. What are you doing? Of course. Of course they're not. Look. This is all spin. This is all them going, no, nah, look, Russell's being very good. He's playing well. We would like to keep him. Unless you give us something good for him. <laughs> Seriously, of course, they'd be way better served by turning him into uh, multiple assets and players that can sort of bolster that starting lineup. And look, it's not hard, I think, to get a backup point guard who can sort of just at least run shit while LeBron's sitting. And uh, yeah, like it's nice that Rusty's sort of turned the corner and he's playing well again. But like the Lakers are not going to just fucking go, no, there's no chance we could part with one Russell Westbrook. Get the fuck out of here. All right, I'm Bob, their opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me.
Uh, NBA Australia uh, were doing the throwback Aussie jerseys. Um, Matty always sent me through the post of like, uh, you know, all the old-timey Aussie NBA players, which is my purview. Good to see NBA Australia uh, leaning into it. Um, Matty Owens was like, hey, uh, <laughs> the hammer time. Wolves won. That's the best, right? And I'm like, oh, unpopular opinion of the day. I reckon it might be Lucian. I love that hammer one. The Minnesota Timberwolves 10. Uh, but the Lucian, I think the photo that the post had was the uh, big longly jersey in the black with the pinstripes. And I'm like, fucking hook me up with that. There's also the Dave Anderson Hornets jersey, which I'm like, fuck yes, here for that. Uh, so I think Hammer and Lucian probably ranked one. Dave Anderson two. The Gazy Washington Bullets. If I saw someone wearing a Gazy Washington Bullets jersey on the street, just a fucking automatic high five. I love that one. Outback Shack, Nate Jawai's Raptors one, pretty handy. Um, probably the least favorite in those in that post was like, uh, the rookie Chris Anstey Mavericks jersey, they were just pretty plain at that point. And the Bradkey Sixes ones, they were pretty clean, but they're also pretty plain. So um, I feel like they missed a bit of a trick with some of the Bogut Bucks ones, right? They were fucking beautiful, some of the ones that Bogey had. Uh, but I think the real answer might be the Gazy and Hammer Spurs ones, right? The Baines Celtics jersey, the Delhi throwback Cavs one, fuck yeah. But I feel like I should do an actual ranking of all the Aussie jerseys we could have had rather than like NBA Australia's fucking half-cocked attempt. Uh, <laughs> let's do an Outback Takeout, shall we? That sounds good. It's Friday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, ice-cold 4 for 1 TGIF oil drum cans full of icy cold fucking Foster's Lager. That's right, in Australia, it's Australian for horse piss. I mean, beer. But you Yanks fucking lap this shit up, don't you? You flaming drongos. Anyway, get four for one. Giant cans of fucking Aussie cold Foster's Lager. Only at Outback. And today's Flavor Grill take is... The NBA is showing their usual fucking anti-Australian bias for not making an award dedicated to the one thing that you need on an NBA championship team. Fucking heart and grit. That's right. The NBA not having a Matthew Dellavedova heart and grit award for the bloke who played so hard he put himself in a fucking hospital award is yet again the NBA's anti-Australian bias writ fucking large. Only at Outback. I did find it weird. It's like, oh, we've got the clutch player. It's like, all right. Is that literally going to be based off their clutch fucking stats? Give me a heart and grit award and see someone vote on that. That'd be fucking great fun, wouldn't it? Shit, yeah. All right, Australian Player Watch <laughs> right after this one from the aforementioned Delhi. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch, let's go. Big Simo Ben Simmons. Back out there, <clears throat> here and there. Uh, played in that Washington game um, after returning against Atlanta back on Saturday. Against Washington in the win, he played for 23 minutes. He went 5-9 and nine from the floor and looked pretty bloody good. Happy days with that. 10-8-5 uh, and five with the two fouls, two turnovers. Still, look, the Nets have had a pretty uh, nice little run and he's been okay. 
So, look, just happy to get him back out there, get him healthy, get him firing. Simple as that. Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills, obviously had his 24-6-6 six six against uh, the Pacers when they rested everybody and then hasn't gotten back out there again because Jacques Vaughn fucking hates him. Classic anti-Australian bias. Our man, Rock'em Sock'em Jock'em, Big Cock Jock Landale. Half-decent week for the big man. Uh, would like to see him get more minutes now that DeAndre Ayton might be carrying an injury. Uh, eight, seven, and two with a block uh, and three turnovers in that loss in overtime to the Pelicans. He played 20 minutes. He shot four or seven from the floor. And then against the Rockets in that other tough loss. He only played the 12 minutes. He had seven points, one rebound, shot three or five, oh, one from downtown. Had another block there. That's three straight games with a block for Jock. <laughs> so he's out there, rock him, sock him, and blocking him. I like that. Set that one up. Pretty good. Uh, Dyson Daniels. He's been the talk of the town. He's been unfucking real in that win over Landale. He had 11 points, eight assists in that overtime game. He was unfucking stoppable. He had a steal, he had a rebound, played 36 minutes. He was great. Shot four or seven, one or two from the three as well. So the threes are dropping all of a sudden. And then in the loss to Utah, he played 26 minutes. He went seven points, five rebounds, three assists, two fouls, went one or two from the three point land as well. So got two or four shooting overall. Great stuff by Dyson. Jack White out there in the G League, fucking cramming on dudes. He dunked on like four dudes in the G League. It was shit. You love to see it. Uh, but he's been down the G League, so he hasn't gotten on the onto the ones of late. Uh, what about Josh Green? We mentioned him. He is injured at the moment. Uh, so Greeny hasn't been out there since the weekend when they uh, lost that game to Milwaukee. Uh, hurt his elbow. Hopefully he's all right. Matty T, Aussie Matty T. He got some run the other day against Sacramento. He had 15 points. Let's go, Aussie Matisse Tybal. 15 points, two rebounds, four fouls. Tough one there. Uh, but went three or four from three, which is, I think, ties his career high for made threes, which is great. Uh, five or seven from the floor overall, two rebounds to go with these 15 points. And then on Monday, he had the zero point 13 minute game, but uh, two rebounds. So at least he got on the uh, on the scorecard on your Maddie T. Delhi got out there against the Knickerbockers. He had two points and four assists in that game, but 13 minutes went one of three. Just at the Mecca. They had to get the king out there. That's how it rolls. Two points, four assists, and a steal. Love to see it from our one true king. But, of course, the great stuff this week has been Josh Giddy, the mop-top mumba. I think we last left him off in that loss to uh, Cleveland. Uh, where the 17-13-6. and six. Awesome game. Awesome game, though. He shot 7-16 seven seven, seven to 16 from that one. The three-point shot has been dropping in his last I believe six games. He has shot 47.8% from three. That is unreal. He's gone three or seven, two or four, two or three, one or four, two or two, and one or three. You little beauty. If that just sort of sticks a little bit, and if we can get it up around the 35 to 40% mark for the year, we're all good. At the moment, uh, he's at 32% for the season. So. Hot streak at the moment. Love it. Uh, but after that 17-13-6 game against the Cavs, 14-5-4 uh, in the loss to Dallas. Shot 6-13 in that one, 2-2 two two from downtown. And then had a really good game against the uh, Heat. He had 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists. The triple-double. He's had one this season. I reckon there's another one just around the corner. Just a heads up. Just saying. 19-11-7. It's right there. Um... 
I think the Thunder have lost like four on the trot. So, look, they'll get another one. But he's been great. Played 36 minutes and that one went 9 of 15 from the floor. 1 of 3 from 3. And there's all your Aussies. Love it. All right. Let's do a Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber Award. No, we'll do a Shane Hill Shooter Shoot Shooter Shot Light Em Up Award. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill Shooter Shoot. Shoot Your Shot Light Em Up Award. <laughs> I love that. Dame Lillard, last four games. 40 points, nine threes. 36 points. Three threes. 38 points, 11 threes. 37 points, 7 threes. So in his last four games, he has hit an absolutely ridiculous 30 threes. <laughs> Holy shit. He is hotter than fish grease. All right. What about the Penny Mills game day ball or game day Twitter check-in, Jim? Well, I'll tell you what. How about the Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landau check-in because uh, he's out there cruising along with uh, some great little updates on the old uh, roadie trip. He's out there dunking on everybody in that Pelicans game. Looking great. And there's a great photo of uh, him and Landry ShamWow too. Patty as well, I think, changed his uh, actual, you know, uh, profile photo looking good, looking sharp. They're walking in for the nets, so always inspiring, Patty. But Jock Landau looking good, having a good time. Let's do some game previews. Game previews, game previews. Thanks, Inverted Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, yeah, we've got the squid's fucking birthday tomorrow, so that's what I had to do today. I was like, ah, I could you know, maybe do Saturday morning. No. Uh, do it now, get it knocked over. Off we go. Um, exciting times. Chrissy party last night. You can hear my voice being a little bit uh, hung, but that's all right. Had a kebab on the way home. <laughs> Sorted you right out, Jim. Uh, so I mentioned Friday's games. We've got Houston plus two and a half, Memphis minus three and a half, Pelicans minus one and a half, and Phoenix minus five and a half. Um, through the week, before we got to today's games, we went 16 to 29. We actually went really badly against the spread, I think, on Monday. It was like two of eight. Maybe two of seven. I'll check that. And, um, yeah, what was it? It was two of seven on Monday. Jesus. So we hit Lakers over Detroit, and we hit Houston over Milwaukee. But Atlanta didn't cover. Philly kicked the absolute shit out of Charlotte. Toronto, look, I nailed the Orlando over Toronto call the other day. Didn't change it. Uh, Sacramento got beaten by the Knicks, and uh, Phoenix... Had the overtime against the Pals, but didn't cover. Um, so let's have a look at tomorrow's, because we've actually got odds for uh, some of tomorrow's games. Uh, for Saturday as well as today, which is good. Happy days all round. And we'll bring them up and then talk through them as we preview all these. So Atlanta at Charlotte. Uh, the Hawks are half-point favorites there. Even with the injuries, I think I have to go Charlotte. Like, Atlanta just... They're in a bad spot. So I'm going to take the Hornets plus a half point. Uh, basically, at Charlotte to win, isn't it? Sacramento over Detroit. Kings are four and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Kings minus four and a half in a heartbeat. Detroit, they're like shopping Sadiq Bay now. Like, no K Cunningham. They're showing signs of life, but just that four and a half, it's a little bit low for them to cover the plus. Uh, Boston host Orlando. 
Boston at 12 and a half point favor against the Magic. I'm going the Magic. The Magic have stuck with teams. They've beaten teams. They've won, what, four on the trot? Give me Orlando plus 12 and a half. Boston, after a big long road trip, they come home. They're feeling good about themselves. 12 and a half is a lot, though. Uh, Cleveland over the paces. Seven and a half point favorites. I might have to go Indy there. I think they've got a weird mix of nice, you know, weird, nice mix of size and scoring. So I'll take the plus seven and a half. Cleveland might eke that one out and win, but I'll take the paces to cover. Golden State, Philly. Philly going to kick the shit out of them. It's eight and a half. I'm going the eight and a half for Philly. Uh, yeah, sorry, Warriors, but just not going to have it. Watch Philly now just play right down to this broken down Warriors team on the road. But Philly at home should do that. Brooklyn, they go to Toronto. I'm taking the Nets minus one and a half. The Raptors have just been a bit wonky of late. Brooklyn are playing basically the most solid basketball we've seen all season from them. And, uh, you know, if you've got Simo out there, you got a bit more size, off you go. You can spread it out against that big Toronto team. New York, Chicago. Ooh, the Knicks, Bulls played the other day. I'm going to go the Bulls in this one, minus two and a half. Actually, mm, yeah, I think i got to go. With the Bulls at home. Just a bit of a tough one. Those teams were very, very tight. Brunson was really good, but the Bulls will bounce back. Uh, Blazers, Mavs. Oh, that's good. I'm going to go the Mavs in this one. I think that was what I had. Uh, minus three and a half. They've got a back-to-back this weekend, the Mavs. I think they win this first one. It should be a great battle, though, between Dame and Luka. I'll take the Mavericks first. Minnesota play OKC. There's no line for it yet. There's no actual odds, I think. Um, so we'll just go OKC head-to-head because Minnesota... Fucking stink. And okay, so they need a win. Denver. They go to the Lakers. Uh, the Nuggets are one and a half point favorites. I'm going to go Denver because AD versus Joker. That's going to be great, but I like Denver just a little bit more. I think Carlos took uh, the Lakers in this one because he's like, James, you forgot LeBron. I'm like, nah, I didn't really. I just think the Nuggets are better. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Sunday, Washington go to the Clippers. That's a sneakily fun game itself, too, with uh, Kawhi and Paul George probably back. Their zinger. Beal uh, has been uh, on the pine for a little bit, so we'll see if he actually comes back for this. But I'm going to go, obviously, the Clippers. And uh, essentially, it's because they're solider than this Washington team. The Washington team is just... Just a bit of a mess, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, oh. Brad Beal, he's a guy who just sort of like, oh, I've gotten hurt, and then you don't hear anything for like weeks. Yeah, go the clips. Miami at San Antonio. Look, the San Antonio, look, I'll probably go the Spurs line, but we don't have one at the moment, so I'll take Miami head to head. Dallas, Cleveland. Dallas on a back to back. The Cavs will win that one. I mentioned before how that's a uh, really tough matchup for the Mavs. The size of that Cleveland front court should be able to dismantle them again. Portland go to Houston. The Blazers should have no problems there, even if they are on a back-to-back, having just been in Dallas. Portland, Houston. Should be a good, good, good fun game, though, actually. Bit of a throwback. Utah go to Milwaukee. I'm going to go to the Bucks. I think Giannis is just a bit too tough for that Utah team. As solid as they are and as big as they are, Milwaukee should have enough. Between Lopez, between Giannis, between Portis. Yeah, Milwaukee get over the line head-to-head. Memphis go to OKC. Memphis will win that one with the uh, Thunder on a back-to-back. New Orleans go to Phoenix again. Love it. Just keep giving me this matchup. Can we have these teams play 18 times? (laughs) I'm going to go to the Pals again because Phoenix are really just banged up and pretty shit. Monday, Orlando go to Boston again. Jimmy, does that mean they stay there? Yes. So I'll take Boston in that one again 
uh, with a couple of back-to-back wins. New York, they go to Indy. I'm going to take the Pacers in that one. I think that weird mix of Halliburton and Turner, I think Pacers should win that. Brooklyn go to Detroit. The Nets should smash them. Golden State at Toronto. Let's give... Oh, no, nah, without Steph, Toronto should beat them still. Just too much size. Wiggins is like the sneaky thing where you're like, oh, yeah, without Wiggins as well. The Warriors are just fucked. Anyway, that's Golden State of Toronto. Chicago Mini. Uh, let's go. I'm going to have to go Minnesota at home. They're going to get one of these games. Ant-Man, Gobert. They just need it to click a little bit better. Denver hosting Charlotte. Denver will kill them. And Lakers hosting Washington. Oof. Tough scene for the Wizards. I'm going to go the Lakers. All right. Uh, we're at the moment, we're 257 of 407 picks this season. So pretty bloody good if you ask me. All right. There you go. That's the show for today and for this week. We'll pro- probably pop back maybe Sunday night um, to set you up for the week. Maybe Monday morning. See how we go. Uh, yeah. You'll see me in the feed. Check it out. We've got the World Cup final on Sunday. That should be great. Sunday night. Yeah, you can go check out all the other stuff that I do. That's it for uh, NBA Australia today. The week, have a good weekend. I'm excited. Should be great. (laughs) I mean, what a weekend of hoops. Seriously, how good are some of those games? I'm just here for Orlando, Boston, to be honest. But Golden State, Philly, Brooklyn, Toronto, New York, Chicago again. Portland, Dallas, Nuggets, Lakers. Ah! Had to prime me off the couch. Jimmy, aren't you meant to be at the Squid's birthday? Yeah, but the game's not finished. Uh, right, remember follow NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG, all over the socials. Uh, check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. On a good run at the moment with NFL Australia. It's been really fun. NFL season is fucking chaos. So if you're into your American football or just want to hear me rabbit on a bit boozy with my bud Gaz, go check that out. Also, CodeBet, that's a good website. CodeBet Daily, subscribe to that one too. Um, check out Fox Sports Lab NBA with me and Carlos and Dicko. G'day, Dicko. Um, Smash us a rating, review on your podcast app, all that good stuff. And big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song and their other band, House Hats. It's a really good one. Big thanks always to Joshua Delorentis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all at Bandcamp, Drip and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you use to follow your bands. Remember, NBA Australia sports Australian bands, so should you. All right, we'll close out with a, uh, what do you reckon? Cooking with Bainsy... I think we've got a Christmas one in there. Might save that for next week. All right. We'll catch you Sunday or Monday, you dickheads. Have a great weekend. Love your guts. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And fight a loser! Later, Cooking with Bainsey is filmed in front of a socially distanced live studio audience. And now it's time for Cooking with Bainsey with your host, Aaron Bangers Bains. Ha ha ha, g'day. G'day, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you all there. 
All nice and separated. Oh, I love having a live audience back. This is bloody great, isn't it? Oh, there's Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Look at you. Oh, you happy to be here. Oh, that's bloody great. Anyway, yes, welcome back to Cooking with Bainesy. I'm your host, Aaron Bangers Bainesy. Uh, just recuperating from falling stuff and everything, but still out here chefing for you. And that's what we're here for in this here episode. I've been learning some new cooking techniques, and this one is an absolute bloody ripper. I'll tell you what, because today we are going to whip up one of my absolute favourites. It is an absolute delicacy, no matter where you go in the world, you can have whenever that iconic classic. It's good for brekkie, lunch, dinner, midnight snack. That's right. It's steak. That's right, bloody steak. That's right, st- I love me steaks, I'll tell you what. And you can follow along with my cooking method because it's easy as, mate. It definitely helps keep up this physique, if you know what I mean. Protein, baby! There you go. So, it is bloody simple, isn't it? All you got to do is go down to your butcher. His name's probably Vasily. Ask him to go, look, Vasily, give me two bloody steaks. And you go, what What type of steak? And like, doesn't matter. Just whatever tickles your fancy, Vasily. None of that wagyu bullshit nonsense. Just give me two good-looking steaks. Two good bloody steaks. Now, make sure you've got a barbie, some oil, and some salt and pepper. And that's it. Fire up your barbie. Get her nice and hot. There you go. Hey, hey, there you go. Hey, bit of oil. Bit of oil. Then season your steaks ever so lightly with a bit of salt and pepper. Just a bit of a pinch. There you go. And then grab your steak. Bang it on. Now... Don't fucking touch it. None of it. Leave it alone. Don't fucking fiddle with it. Just sit back, grab a tin, and three and a half minutes later, flip that fucker over. There you go. Oop, there you go. Hey. Now, leave it alone again. Don't fucking touch it. You heard me. You fuck. don't touch it. Simple as three and a half more minutes and... Look at that. There you bloody go. Look at this one. <laughs> oh, can't wait to get stuck. Oh, but you can't. you got to let it rest for five minutes. Let it sit there. Let it hang out. And that'll be perfectly medium if you want it. You can go rare if you want. You can go hardcore if you want. But either way, that, my friends, is Bob's your fucking uncle, isn't it? Look at it. It's an absolute ripper of a brekkie lunch or dinner. Fucking good old steak. Ah, oh, just bloody delicious. Oh, and look, I'm just going to get stuck with this one now. I will. <laughs> That'll do certain pressure, Sheila's. Don't you worry about that. Oh, if you know how to cook a steak, you're a long way ahead in life. That's all I know. And if you want to get fancy, have some veggies with it if you want. Oh, I love a bit of potato salad. Whip that up. I think we've done one before. So go check that out. It's fucking unreal. All right, how easy was that? Get stuck into it. Do it at home yourselves on your own barbie. You'll bloody love it. Learn how to cook a steak. And everybody, you'll bloody respect ya. All right, tune in to NBA Australia next time for a new recipe, and we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with Bainsey.